Yes, folks, welcome to episode three of the Fundamental Wisdom Podcast with your host, Coach Barrett Kay. On this podcast is where we ask the questions that you want the answers to, discuss the ideas that matter in order to help you level up physically, mentally, spiritually, and financially. We have practical discussions to aid this journey. And on this episode, I'm honored to be joined by a prominent figure in the health and fitness space, an established model, and an avid sun chaser, a reincarnated Greek god himself, Alex Nell. <laughs> Alex, man. Uh, what an introduction, man. Thank you. Uh, there you go. Wow. That's what I do, man. How are we doing? Yeah, that was what a great start. If that's going to kick off the podcast, I don't know. I don't know how you could have put that any better. Um, appreciate those kind words. Um, it's a pleasure man. to be here, man. Pleasure to be here. Um, pleasure to have you on. Obviously, I've seen what you're doing, and we're absolutely on the same page. So it's nice to be connected with someone that is on the same, you know, same journey um, with similar philosophies, and that is, yeah, it's uh, like I said, a pleasure to be here. Appreciate it, man. I see you got a nice color there. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, with the, with the two most <laughs> I've def- Caucasians def- in bro, the world. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. Okay. I wouldn't have it any other way. Where's this color coming from? Uh, where's the tan? What are you up to right now? I I'm in Canary Islands at the moment. Um, some well needed sun. Um, been pretty focused this year and staying in one place. And I think it gets to a point where. I know that I needed some sort of change and I know that I needed to be in the sun because it's been way too long. Um, and it was a, it was a really good decision, bro, because I, man, I needed it. You know, I've been in Manchester, UK. I don't know if any of your followers are going to know Manchester, but from what I can tell you, it's a very dark, gloomy part of the UK. Um, when it rains, it rains for a long period of time. It's cold, it's snowing um so for me I was just you know it was ready to get some sun and that's why I'm here and I'm already thinking about where I'm going to be next and I think it was it's given me some nice time to reflect and realize that actually um I thrive in this kind of environment Mm. Uh, so going forwards I need to make sure that I am you know in the sea I'm in the sun I'm eating good quality food I'm eating you know I've I've eaten I've been eating about eight to ten portions of fruit a day recently and it's just like it feels so good man like especially when you're sunning and I think anyway I was going to digress onto something else then but yeah uh go for it man we we have all (laughs) the time in the world man yeah so you're saying that with the lifestyle that you're choosing to lead, which is obviously a very healthy, very health conscious, very self-aware lifestyle, you're saying that a big, dark, dull city like Manchester is a no-go and you'd rather be in like a sun environment. Yeah, so absolutely. Those changes that you notice going yeah, from for sure, the bro. Like, to, to the beach. to, to Yeah, the 100%. And I think sometimes you can get a little bit sucked into your sort of day-to-day. So I do... Uh, obviously I'm with a, an a, a agency there so I kind of at the moment it's been the busiest it's ever been so I've kind of been like okay well I do need to just get my head down a little bit here and build whilst I can um, I think that's the only sort of thing that's sort of me holding me there at the moment is is the work because it's been going so well mm. um, but then you know as with online business and and other things going on I as I just said I've been thriving in this kind of environment you know um and it does make you think and um you know you almost get too comfortable in one place and I think that's you know that's probably why you've done it yourself you go traveling because you want to come out of the comfort zone and you know have new perspectives meet new people try new foods and yeah 
um it's i've had a lot of reflection time and now i'm like oh <laughs> i've actually really missed this <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like sense of adventure and hero's journey type of thing um so yeah, that's my that's right. hero's <laughs> journey i love that you keep saying that but it's it's true it's true man hero's journey life you know because no one's gonna Woo! live life for you um but yeah man i'm totally on board as you can tell um i'm in turkey right now as well myself yeah i was gonna say where are you turkey Turkey, south of Turkey for the next You've got couple. a glorious tan, man. A glorious yeah, tan. Sun is uh sun is pretty good here. And I'm sure you don't now. burn either. No, not at all. Yeah. Maybe I wonder why. Go go a bit red when I roast in the sun, but that's normal. But then yeah, that's normal, right? And then yeah. <clears throat> I wake up and I'm golden brown. And then it's brown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell myself now, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, man. Gotcha, gotcha. I was going to say something. Oh, just a little fun thing to say about Turkey. So right now, yeah, go for it, um, man. I'm outside in like this little patio area I have. So you can't see the sun, but the sun is beaming, right? It's Same. about 22, 23 degrees in the shade. But in the sun, it's hell hot. Like it, it is so yeah, hot. Yeah. I've been starting every day here. Uh, so I have this villa on the beach. I've been starting every day with jumping into the sea, right? And dude, I've like uh, yeah. I'm here two weeks. I have not seen one single person jumping into that sea. And yeah, it's just do, you, right? When yeah, you see people, right? They're wearing winter jackets and hats, and they're coming up to me like, "Bro, are you not cold? Are you not cold? It's it's yeah. so cold." I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I like you know. I'm sure even as far as Manchester weather goes. Obviously, I'm from Ireland, but this is like peak summer. Where I'm yeah. from, you know, peak summer. Yeah, yeah, same. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, we've, I think we're on a similar kind of climate. Yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's mad seeing this difference. But, um, man, yeah. talk to me, right? Talk to me. We touched on it briefly, right? You, you said that you're with an agent right now, so I know that you're well established yep. in modeling. Yep. So I just want to know, kind of, your humble beginnings with that, perhaps. Um, yeah, absolutely. Right now, yeah, let's course, get that man. zero to hear a story. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm. <laughs> quite the hero yet but like yeah so from the beginning I started um I mean to to start with I started taking care of myself I guess that's where it, it originally comes from um just briefly I went to university for a while uh two years and actually dropped out and I wasn't really I, I was I was into fitness but I wasn't so committed to the sense like I was still going out party and I was you know I was studying life I was out two or three times a week um very much you know I was you know into that binge drinking culture mm. and I got so caught up in that university sort of lifestyle I guess you could say I was studying life more than my actual degree um and yeah I just you know I was with a mingling around with the wrong type of people um was out too much not prioritizing my health and that resulted in me, you know, not wanting to continue with my studies. I didn't like the course that I was on. And um, yeah, I then thought, okay, well, I still love, like I do love training. I've always, you know, had a real, you know, zest for that, you know, the bodybuilding lifestyle. And from then on, I did the personal training qualification and um, that went really well. I loved it. And I thought, okay, right, I'm going to do some personal training for a bit. In person, which is what I did. Um, but then in answer to your question with the modeling, I went to a music festival and I got scouted. I was at a festival. Um, of all the times in the world, man, it was like the day after I'd been like, 
partying again man i'm putting a bad image out of myself but oh, i have man. changed i promise <laughs> i'm like party 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 so um yeah i was at festival got scouted by img which are probably arguably one of the probably the biggest agencies in the world um i was 20 at the time and yeah i signed with them it all started pretty quickly um i got really caught up into it i was like trying to get like really lean all the time because you know that was at the time the industry was forced towards really like shredded physique mm. um wait so can i can i pause you there for a second so you were at a music yeah, festival yeah yeah I'm yeah i guess in a two three day full scent bender <laughs> bro no nah, just someone... it was the <laughs> no nah, it was it was the second day but to be fair i hadn't i had been out most of the night so i was kind of bro to be honest i couldn't really believe it like this this girl this woman's like approached me she was like oh you've got a great look like blah 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 it was like nine o'clock in the morning bro and i was just like obviously i'm like my i'm, I'm like hang on wait <laughs> you want me so you're an agent from img and you want me to come and see you in three days i'm like bro that is man the hang on a minute works. like obviously all my mates are there as well they're like bro what was that like what did you want? i was just like it, it, it to be honest it was first of all i didn't really believe it but then secondly it was such a it was so sick because like i'd you know i'd actually been told to try it previously and um you know it wasn't completely new to me i had a sort of like had these ideas that maybe one day i might try and get into it because i like the idea of being able to travel i like you know it's quite cool and it's relatively easy work um but yeah i was just such a wow moment do you know what i mean mm -hmm. like damn like this is this is crazy yeah um but you know i have i have to say it hasn't been swimmingly i started off you know as i just mentioned wanting to try and get really lean um i was told that if i get down to a certain weight that i will be able to do these jobs i can do this and early on i i sort of i think my my values misaligned a little bit i stopped uh weight training so much i was kind of like okay well if i need to get this more sort of smaller look then i'm just going to stop training as much i started doing a lot more cardio i had it all sort of wrong in my head um was dieting to crazy to, to crazy extremes and then um i had some stuff going on at the time and it it didn't quite click i wasn't getting the castings i was just like oh this is weird like i've been signed but i'm not getting the jobs that i want mm. um and then went down a bit of a slippery slope uh with the dieting and food as i've mentioned to you previously and from then on i i kind of thought well this is this isn't really for me to be honest man like this is this is crazy. Um, it's affecting, you know, my own life and stuff. And it, it just wasn't worth it at the time. And maybe I was a little bit young and naive and I didn't really understand how the industry worked. Um, so yeah, I took a bit of a break. Actually, I went into full-time PT after that because mm -hmm. it didn't quite work out for me. I was doing about 50 hours a week. It was at, well, arguably one of the best gyms in London. Um, I, after my experience, I probably wouldn't call it that. Um, but yeah, that's another <laughs> subject in itself. Um, and then, yeah, after that, um, took a bit of a break. And then only literally, bro, after uh, just after COVID, I got scouted uh, online again by another agency uh, in US, actually, at the time. And yeah, from then on, man, it, it's just been it's been like the best, especially recently. Um, I, I can't say what it is, but in two weeks, I've got uh, it's a UK well, they're all over the world it's quite a big brand um it's actually a campaign so it's going to be uh on socials it's going to be uh 
you know, on screens in, in Manchester. And it's just like, now I can see where it's going. It's getting like kind of at that point now where it's exciting. But mm. my, my point is for all of this is that to begin with, it was shit. Like mm. it sucked. Um, I was going to give up. I've been in my head like, oh shit, maybe I'm not cracked for this. And then out of maybe giving it a bit less attention and focusing on my own stuff, it's now like gone full swing. And now I'm getting like, like today I've, I'm double booked. I'm like, I'm looking at my calendar like, damn, like this is this is just what I wanted. But now I'm having problems trying to cram all those things in, which is like such a great problem to have, right? Mm. Um, so yeah, man, um, that's you know that's it in a nutshell. Um, yeah, man. But I feel I feel like we're doing this podcast, right? I'm talking about myself, but I feel bad because I'm just like talking about myself. No, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, yeah. Exactly what it's for. I'm just here to yeah. pick apart some of the brightest minds, you know, yeah. a little bit of their backstory. Man, that is one hell of an interesting story, right? So I was gonna have some follow up questions for you online. Yeah, man. For example, if someone feels that they're handsome or whatever, how will they get involved in the modeling industry? Okay. But clearly, it's just a matter of being you know like right place right time into the world yeah like absolutely man how many people go to a music festival to (laughs) yeah yeah that's so true have a dance with the boys and then you know come out of it like a a, a very good position job you know career i guess yeah Um, interesting but but it's funny funny you say that just quickly on that note that actually happened twice so the the I had it at Bestival, um, and then I was in London actually at a day for, and uh, the same thing happened. That's when I had like that light bulb moment, like ah, okay, do you know what I mean? So again, it happened twice, you know, at, mm. at two two festivals. But yeah, so, as, as you were saying, man. so yeah, every handsome guy listen to this, right? If you think you're a pretty boy, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, just go man. get just go get drunk, go get twisted at a festival <laughs> and get signed. <laughs> Don't yeah, overthink absolutely. it. Yeah. <laughs> That is mad, man. That is mad. Um, yeah. I love that like progression, Eric, as well. Where at the start you're saying, you know, it was frying your head, you thought it wasn't for mm. you. You perhaps mm. like, you know, you, you took a step back from it to do something else, and then ultimately it came back yeah. once again. Yeah, and I think that's a great rule in, in life, really. I think you know, that's a prime mm. example of like maybe just not forcing something too much, and mm. you know, if things don't work out, okay, well. This is how it is. Maybe I can look at it as a learning curve and actually exactly. let's try something else for a minute. And then, you know, yeah, I think keep your options open, but like, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Mm-hmm. Just kind of goes to show that, you know, what's meant for you will come to you. And it came to you absolutely what, three times now with that Instagram scout. So, you know, clearly yeah. it was meant for you. The time wasn't right when you were 20, uh, you know, so... Yeah. Ultimately. yeah absolutely man so that is massive man that is massive what a blessing from the universe absolutely um, and yeah. from just like not getting any castings and any bookings to now having a fully booked out calendar yeah, on yeah, yeah no, it's... manchester that is massive man so yeah it's gonna be sick no it's epic it's a, it's an exciting mm-hmm. time man it's, it feels good to actually talk about it now because it is at a, a good place so this has come mm-hmm. at a really nice time to yeah so yeah. now obviously you said a big part of this is your health and fitness so yep. let's go from the zero to hero in the health and fitness. As I introduced you on this podcast, man, your physique is delicious. Oh, no mate. Um, I was going to say so... I'm blushing, but you can't even see that because I'm so <laughs> sun-kissed. It's <laughs> jokes, right? So yeah. what I want to know is at the start, say, young Alex, right, 16. What, what What's your story there? Were you perhaps a little bit 
skinny yeah. or overweight uh, yeah okay yeah, always health conscious or how, how was that looking um i i was always considered a you know a sporty person at school mm. um school yeah school college um i actually played quite high level sport i played football mm. uh for three or four years and that was actually believe it or not that was where I wanted to go with things I was very much with you know my family and friends were you know Alex is the sporty guy at school and uh, football was my thing mm. um I played uh, the varsity team in college uh, I played it away I went to go and live in Cyprus at 17 to go and play a season out there so I lived there for three months uh, on my own uh, which was you know a really great experience I was at a young age to go away and um, go and you know be on my own and get a taste for mm. traveling and you know having that independence quite early on um, so I went over there uh, came back and then played uh, semi-professionally here and then my idea was to go to uni and play for Pool Town which is a, a local team from Bournemouth and I, I wanted to go you know I wanted to play football so all I wanted to do mm. um, so I was very you know I, I played sport and I was sort of health conscious but it was only until uh university where i understood the i felt the importance of like the strength training like i was trying to improve football with strength training right mm-hmm. um because that was new to me i found that a really interesting concept um I, you know i'd lift weights before but never really never i'd experimented but never really understood it uh properly and then at uni i was like damn like I was starting to really enjoy the strength training, like more so than the football. And I was like, wow, like this is just insane. I was learning about the anatomy of the body and was studying that at university at the time. And I was just like, damn, like this is sick. <laughs> like I'm getting in good shit. Like I'm starting to like, you know, get great pumps, like start mm. feeling better about my body, feel stronger. And then the sort of the football just took a little bit of a back seat. And uh, from then on, man, I do you know what I I have never looked back at it like I I live and breathe the shit I I find it fascinating I love the idea that we can all have this physical vessel and be able to like turn it into something you know extraordinary we all have that opportunity and I I just find that fascinating man and from then on I think I just wanted it to become better and better I wanted to get bigger um you know it was very much early days you know trying to eat as much as I can get massive um without really thinking too much about you know as I think both of us now the holistic side of things it was much eat eat as much as I can doesn't matter what it is as long as I'm getting food in I'm getting bigger that's all that matters (laughs) um so I think you know um in answer to your question I think earlier on uh it was very much about that and you know things change over time exactly and uh yeah especially with the modeling coming into the equation uh you know i needed to be originally it was to get a bit leaner for that and then i started looking at it more like the you know the bigger picture it's um Mm -hmm. yeah and and since then it's it's allowed everything to to absolutely thrive whether that be relationships work career you know my mental headspace um it, it changes your life that is massive yeah that is massive. Yeah, yeah. some good points you made there so interesting how you started off already as a high level athlete with that that's uh that's a good prerequisite for what you're doing right now because a lot of people <laughs> have the story of you know oh i was always a hard gainer you know skinny little boy or you know i was a uh, overweight mm. like myself for example but um that's good 
That is very mm. good. Um, that travel story at 17, that is a sick opportunity as well, man. That is good. That is good. Um, so you yeah, told Well, I saw the sun then at an early age as well. You know, I was 17 in Cyprus. It's like, bro, it's 330 days of sunshine a year. Yeah. I'm like, damn, this feels really good, actually. I could get used to this. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Travel at that age, man, it definitely does something to your brain, you know. Um, Absolutely, man. Got to be very grateful, you know, if, for example, you get an opportunity to travel or your parents, you know, travel, you, you know, take you on the travels with you. Definitely. Seeing the world at that young of an age, it just really sparks something, you know, in your brain. And you kind of notice that, you know, life isn't just my bedroom and my local. This is such a good point, man. So much world out there for me to see, like. And I'm very well traveled as well, uh, thanks to my parents. Yeah, I've seen, young age, yeah. I've, I've seen yeah. a lot. And now, you know, like I, I see the impact that that's had on me. Like all I want to do is kind of travel now and experience. Love that. Love You're an adventurer. See everything, do everything, yeah. just absorb as much life, kind of without stressing about other things that don't really matter. Perhaps oh. tangent there. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, we're definitely on the same wavelength with regards to that. Now, yeah. mate, it's about time we had like met met up and like enjoyed the sun <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. a steak so, together, and smoked a cigar. Like, yeah, for real, man. It's only yeah, been about one time. time. So, for all the listeners, yeah, yeah. Uh, me and Alex had a crazy. <laughs> this is quite a funny one, actually. Yeah, crazy meet up in uh in London <laughs> by complete chance, right? How many people in London? So like weird. ten million. I, I don't even know, but yeah. I was with a friend. Meant to be, man. Hit up a venue, and lo and behold, Alex is there, and Alex recognized <laughs> me, and it was just like, boom, like, <laughs> like what? How is this yeah, even yeah. like to be in this enormous city at the exact hour and time and place that you're at, and we know each other off an of Instagram where through Instagram, you know, <laughs> we, we don't like, you yeah. know, we don't have big accounts per se. Obviously, no, no. a lot more than me. Well, I mean, not like, but, yeah, but not like but crazy. We're not like, yeah. we're not, you know, there's virtually no people out in London that will be like, ah, oh, that's you. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. It's crazy. crazy right? Man, I couldn't believe it, bro. I. I, I could see you from the corner. I was like, I had to look a few times. I was like, wait, if it is him, he looks very similar. And then like, I was like, I think I, did I say Bart? And then you, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, whoa. I'm sick. Yeah, I love that. We so won't cool. get into the nitty gritty parts of what exactly the event was oh, because yeah. we're we're healthy out here. But um, of course, yeah, <laughs> fun, man. that was that yeah, was very, yeah. very very fun, man. The synchronicities, unbelievable on point. I love that shit though. Mm, you're just not expecting anything, yeah. And the universe, so like, oh yeah, let me show you. Boom, yeah, Here's <laughs> yeah. this guy in the most random yeah. forever. Oh, now you're a model because you went to a festival. Like, it's just you know, so many <laughs> things. So beautiful. Come at you at once. And life can just, you know, take such weird turns like you'd never expect. But anyhow, we're getting into the woo-woo spiritual side of things. Yeah, I know. I love it, though. I'm like, I'm like ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I want to touch now on the nutrition side of things. So okay. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people relate to the thing you said about stuffing your face with 12 mm. meals a day just to get massive, get, you know, yeah, yeah protein, like protein shapes, pre-workout, monster, yeah, that kind oh, of like. Yeah. So give me all of that. Yeah. Let's, let's hear all of that, man. From Yeah, I mean, I, I, 
I presume it's quite similar to yourself because I have seen a lot of your meals, which I must say now look incredible. They look very similar to what I do as well. Um, there's a few little extras there that I've seen where I'm like, okay, let's try that. Um, but yeah, looks looks really good, man. I eat very, uh, I guess, simply uh, all, all year round, uh, 365 days of the year. Um, of course, you know, prioritizing whole foods at every opportunity um i never feel like i go off track i think we mentioned this before um because you know i don't need to cheat on my diet it's very very much you know whole foods um high protein not not so much high protein recently interestingly Uh, i've been experimenting with a little bit less than i usually would um you know not hesitating around you know your eggs for example um actually thought about you this morning uh i had eight eggs this morning and that's a couple more than i usually would because i've, I've yeah. saw, i saw on your uh stories you do like to you're up to about sometimes about 12 right in oh, one, one sitting maybe more it well i was in a um right so just to kind of give a little background to the story so i was pretty fat when I started my fitness journey and then I cut mm. down to like five percent body fat right and ever since then I've kind of been a hard gainer. I don't know what happened there. Really? Yeah. Just got so, lean. Mm. so yeah, I got really, really lean and I was about 66 kilos and it took me about over a year to get up to 77. And I was stuck at 77 kilos for four or five months. Right. And I still mm. felt pretty, pretty skinny. So I was just trying to get that weight up. Right. And the only thing that actually, like, I was, you know, I got to the point of, like, stuffing my face, like, healthy stuff in my face, but just eating a lot. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only thing that actually helped me break that plateau to gain that weight, right, was egg shakes. Like, you've probably seen me do yeah. a bunch Mate, of... they're insane. A <laughs> yeah. bunch of yolks and then a bunch of raw milk, sometimes raw cream if I have it. And I'm just, like, mm. 15 egg yolks chug mm. that right that shot me up to 84 um so i was doing up to 15 eggs a day at one point um Amazing. right now it's i'd say less than 10 on most days depending on what i'm eating just like you said as well my weather my uh my diet changes a lot with the weather so right now yes so you have quite a, a good intuition as well mm. i think that's quite an important one i think you develop over a certain amount of time Mm, um so when i'm in the hot weather like this i like to eat more cold foods cold mm, food. mm. so rather than my egg scrambled in butter i'll have like some soft boiled eggs uh, yeah usually cool down um i i eat unlimited fruit all day here because everything is grown like but, locally and in the sun and you, you um, eat more in the sun right exactly yeah yeah, yeah. and it, and it helps you tan exactly. I, I believe I think, you know, such a, the vitamin C, I just feel like whenever I'm out, let's say I went on a walk yesterday, uh, I did like 10 miles, was it a day before, 10 mile walk, and I just took shitloads of oranges with me, and like, mm. man, I feel like, I don't know if some sort of superpower, but as, as I was eating them, I, I the, the tan game has just gone like from naught to 100, yeah. vitamin C, vitamin C, smash, uh saturated fat as well i'm really prioritizing that in the sun mm -hmm. so like i said the egg consumption has gone down a bit because i am leaning out for you know my my summer mm -hmm. and the festival's coming up mm. yeah I used to like to parody a little bit so <laughs> yeah um yeah. but man just copious amounts of red meat 
like 20% fat beef mince, fatty steaks. Love that. Uh, I'm chugging olive oil like as much as I can, pretty much. Just yeah, yeah. everything here. Yeah. And it's different in the sun, man. You know, like different. That, that olive oil is powerful as well, man. Olive oil on everything. Mm. It's an inflammatory as well. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, a load of a bunch of yeah. vitamin E in there, so that's very important, yeah. especially if you're like eating out. Um, exactly. You're man. Some like you know seed oils, poofers, polyunsaturated fats, all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's good to to detox. But yeah, the diet definitely switches up in the sun. And man, like just living out in a place like this, it's so much easier to number one be happy. Man. Uh, number two, be not only physically but mentally yeah. as well. Every day I wake up and I, you know, I, I look at the sunrise from my rooftop. I go, you know, have a quick dive in the in the sea. My hair is still a bit wet. From- like you can't beat uh, it. Like your hair, your skin, like you look great, bro. Like you can. Mm-hmm. It's such a the the salt water and the sea, uh, the sun, bro. Like you feel like you're onto something, right? You're like this. This is it. <laughs> like this is how you should live. But, it, but <laughs> it's so funny because you feel like you're onto something, but what it really is is just kind of returning. But this is how right? you should feel. Like <laughs> this is how everyone should be living. <laughs> it's like the routine here is so much simpler. It's such a simple life compared mm. to, for example, the city. Mm. And like it just, mm. the more you simplify things, I feel like the better things get. You know, like for example, you know, obviously we met in London. I lived in London for almost all the last year except for my yeah, my yeah. like the routine there obviously you know yeah i was trying to do my best I had a big back garden so you know yeah, yeah. Some grounding i'd try to watch the sun over the big buildings whatever. yeah but it's not quite you know you're trying your best to make the most out mm. of the situation but yeah here you know like mm. all i have is you know this little house and the sea like and there's not much else to it and it, i just feel so much better like in london you know, here I'll be sitting out having my coffee, like in the sunshine. In London, I'd like, you know, take the tube into Central, sit down at a coffee shop, but it's so loud and crowded. And yeah, man, I, I really feel like I belong in an environment like this, you know. It's, it's funny. Of- <laughs> I'm going through that. Like now that I'm here and I'm th- I'm like, I'm thinking the same thing. I think we're on the same page here. Um, but I'm like, this is this has got to be, you know, in terms of thriving in an environment, this is... This is what I've, I've been made for this. <laughs> and where exactly are you? Because I was in Canary Islands. I was in Gran Canaria at the start of the year and it was. Yeah, I'm going to go there next. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, and I'm in Lanzarote at the moment. Uh, Future Ventura, I went to go and visit yesterday to go and see. Uh, wow. So I've never been there. Uh, but I think I'm going to go there next. And then um, maybe Gran Canaria. <laughs> because i've I've never i I think i went there as a kid luckily you know i went with my parents back along but um i'd like to go there myself and yeah go and go and take a look because i did i saw your stories as well that really look sick man it is yeah i've seen a lot of spain now but there's something about the canary islands man it's just different Um, yeah right as we're on the topic i remember when we were chatting way back in the day you telling me about some crazy, crazy travel stories. So would I be wrong if I said that you've been to like South America solo, something like yeah, that? Yeah, um, I started up well, Mexico was was my long stint. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, so that was actually just on the edge of when sort of uh, 
um was finishing blur that one out uh, yeah let's just yeah forget like that I, I don't i don't think it's worth our energy to really be going into that too much right now not um, at all, maybe yeah. we'll save that for another day but yeah so that was yeah as i said went out to mexico i had some mates uh living out there at the time and uh this was actually one a model that i met from uh, traveling when I was in Barcelona I lived in Barcelona for a little while on a sort of model placement which was sick uh but yeah so I met this guy and he was in Mexico uh quite randomly I'm not sh- quite sure what his intentions were I think you know he'd, he'd never been to Mexico and he just wanted to go live out there anyway uh he invited me out there towards the end of and I was like like it was a no-brainer for me I was at that point where I feel like again like now I just needed a little bit of change and for me it was like a golden opportunity I was like yeah bro I'm gonna book my flight literally right now um so I booked my flight went out there with with uh not a lot of stuff (laughs) to be honest um but basically his friend uh came up with this sort of business plan and he was going to create this like content house um and grab a load of people that are into sort of you know same as us self-development um health fitness and we were going to you know go and all live together in this massive house create loads of content and uh, have the sickest time ever um we actually had an investor as well um so we were pretty sweet we could essentially do what we wanted to do um had gym membership paid for uh we had a we had a chef at the house um yeah it was pretty cool and we obviously told him what what we needed and what what our ideas were blah 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 um we had photographers we had videographers this all sounds amazing um it didn't last very long we basically all got um after a couple weeks um the investor didn't want to invest anymore uh shit hit the fan basically (laughs) um but then we had the house rented for like I think it was about a couple months. So we we had that base there. So we stayed there uh, and just sort of, we had we had to just basically quarantine there for a little while, um, which wasn't too bad because it was a beautiful location. I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures and stuff. Um, but yeah, it uh, was, was insane. And basically I was, it was either go home after then or just carry on traveling. So I was just like, well, I might as well carry on. Mm. And uh, went all along the coast, Yucatan, uh, ended up went through like Playa de Carmen, went to Tulum, uh, ended up going to Mexico City. Uh, got scout, got scouted again in Mexico. So ended up going to Mexico City to model, and then they went into a red list country. Uh, so obviously this was still you know going on, unfortunately. Mm. And then uh, to put a spanner in the works, I then got casted for a a Netflix show, which I can't say what it is now, but. I was out of Mexico at the time. So it was either I stay out of Mexico, continue with my modeling. I had, you know, I had castings going on and stuff um, or go back home to do this casting, which was, in my opinion, it was a golden opportunity to accelerate my business and, you know, um, all that kind of stuff. So I actually flew home. Um, I've tried to keep that as brief as possible, but Mm. yeah, decided to go back home for that. Um, But if it wasn't for that casting, I probably would have stayed in Mexico, but you know, I can't change that now. Mm. Um, I can always go back there. So, and, yeah, um, I try. Sorry, man. I try. I feel like I sort of blurted that. I'll try to keep that. Uh, seems a little bit fluffy, but yeah. Oh, of course, man. Of yeah. course. It's, uh, it's good to hear about all of this. And I'm sure you're not regretting your decision to hop on a Netflix show. No, absolutely not. 
No, so, absolutely not. So uh, is there anything more right. you can say about that when it's coming out, perhaps? Uh, I, I believe it's going to be this summer. I've actually got a, a call uh, this afternoon uh, to talk more upon that, but I can't actually say too much at the moment just because mm. I will be in trouble. <laughs> no, yeah. I know how you feel, man. I've, uh, I've yeah, done and I, yeah, I don't usually like well, to go so. by rules, to be honest, but this time I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so you're obviously, at your young age, very well-travelled. So yeah, I want to yeah. get your thoughts and opinions, right? A lot of young men mm. nowadays just live the comfortable life of being at home, you know, going out yeah. and drinking, staying in that comfort zone. Yeah. So do you feel like travel, for example, solo travel is important? Absolutely. At, you know, a young yeah. age for a young man? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, you've got to think, I think sometimes, like as you were just saying, you get so caught up in, you know, the the... Well, you say comfortable. In my opinion, it's it's far from it, man. It's very uncomfortable. Like as soon as I feel like I'm getting comfortable, I'm uncomfortable. That mm -hmm. makes sense. So yeah. I think the trouble is there's this narrative, you know, um, what your parents, your family, oh, go to uni, go and get your degree, and then you go and sit in uh, a little box from for eight hours a day, don't move, stressed, an alarm clock wakes you up, your cortisol levels are through the roof. You go and do a job that you hate. You're depressed. You have no value to the world, and you come home and you repeat. And I think people do get they fall into that, don't they? And I think, mm. um, yes, the travel. I think you know, even like small examples for me now, like and you know, for you, I've I've now come away and I'm like, damn, you know, is what I'm doing back in Manchester? Is it quite matching my values? You know, um, this has really opened up my mind again. And I think, yeah, it just as you said earlier on, it you know, it opens up your mind, right? From a young age, even when you go away with, with your family or whatever, like it gives you a taste for it. And I think, you know, imagine if you've never done that before, you'd never know, right? So I think, yeah, if you're, you know, especially bro, like I'm I'm 27, okay? I, I'm still young. Like when I think back, you know, 80, 90, 20, early 20s, mate, this is your prime time. This is the time to just like try stuff. And if something doesn't work out, then don't worry about it, man. You just try the next thing. And it's just like, this is the, the whole beauty of life, right? Um, so, okay, let's say, you know, you're not quite sure about this bit, but you saved up a bit of money. I, I think the best thing you can do, just leave, buy that ticket, go away, and then figure it out later on. And worst case, <laughs> worst case right, you run out of money, and that happens and yeah okay that sucks but again running out of money a perfect example of that's a life lesson mm. and you go back and then you and you build again and you just that that is the beauty of life and I think um anyone that has any doubts I think you've just got to step out of your comfort zone um uh all the time in fact you need to like that's that's how you grow right and if you don't do that you're you know you're just sort of going by but I believe you you have yeah there's going to be highs there's going to be lows but then you know you have to yeah you have to step out your comfort zone so important that is massive. and that's and, and again that's why that's probably why you know you've matured at an early age as well because you've gone and done these things you you've probably been in situations before oh shit this is a bit you know this is a bit sketchy I need to think for myself here or like yeah. you've met friends with yeah. different perspectives you've like tried speaking a, a foreign language uh, and, and you meet beautiful women abroad like like there's so much in this world so if you much, actually open yeah. your eyes mm. yeah. there is so much but exactly like you said you have to open your eyes and yeah. you have to realize that nobody else is going to do these things for you you have to mm -hmm. chase the experiences mm -hmm. you know? like very course, self because 
a massive sign from the universe come like for example being scouted out for you know a, a modeling job like for lack of a better example right now but you have yeah. to go and create these opportunities for yourself yeah. whatever that is whether that's taking yourself from manchester flying all the way out to you know halfway across the world mexico yeah. or for yeah. example posting you know pictures of your your face or your work or your your hobby yeah. online yeah and have that confidence right because it gets you places yeah so that is massive man i'm glad as well uh you're six years older than me i'm glad you've reaffirmed that what i'm doing <laughs> that about you uh yeah i feel, like, I feel like i'm on the right path man i can definitely you yeah. absolutely are man i mean like it's i i must say you know it's very refreshing to see your age to, to be doing what you're doing right you're sat on your own in a foreign country enjoying the things that you like and you like you already know like that's you know it's uh it's it's, it's so sick bro appreciate your kind words man right so i without telling you i've planned a special segment now for the last quarter of an hour okay. of the show right so like we have said for this whole show right you're a male model right you you've done massive gigs you're gonna be on netflix uh your calendar is all booked up right so obviously you know a thing or two about you know looking better, feeling better, eating yeah. better, working out better. Yeah, yeah. So that is exactly what I want to dive into t- right now. So, so pa- Patrick Bateman would, can always look exactly, better. Exactly. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Right? Yeah. So let's say a young man is listening to this podcast right now and he's really struggling with his diet and he knows mm. that his diet isn't the best, but he doesn't know the steps to take. Right? He wants to look better, feel better. Mm-hmm. Just eat better, you know, to have a better quality of life. So what are like three tips that you would give to someone, you know, trying to start this? Okay. Journey? All right. Um, okay. First of all, I would actually say get rid of seed oils because you'll find that a lot of the seed oils are hidden and you'll find that a lot of the hidden ones are all in, you know, these processed foods and these packaged foods. And mm. if you can eliminate the seed oils, um, that will take a huge chunk of the stuff that you don't need in your diet straight away. Um, so that's huge. Um, as you know, I mean, you could, again, you could talk about this um, for a long time, but mm. that would be the first one. Um, it can be quite tricky, obviously, because a lot of them are hidden, um, you know, in restaurants, whether they're on the back of a label of foods. Um, it's quite a big change, actually. Mm. Um, so that would be the first one. Um, secondly, yeah, again, like remove all packaged, like processed foods, sweets sugar you know sugars all that kind of stuff um so what what was the question three tips for yeah three tips what are just yeah, like yeah. three guidelines or principles that like you know you would give to someone so we have seed oils yeah yeah all of that because that's going to take out you know 90 percent of what you yeah, should yeah. be eating anyways yeah you said sugary goods and processed yes in like yeah and like like 90 percent of most supermarkets yeah and just cut out like you know even like takeaways and like delivery all that kind of stuff right Mm. it's just Mm -hmm. um also unnecessary and i've noticed like the way you do it as well it's like you start buying food for yourself um you know maybe okay later on down the line you're going to look at where that comes from and stuff but to begin with like even your you know your mincemeat your your like it would be better to get it you know grass-fed and get it from a market for example but if you're new and you know say you don't have the money right or don't you know don't prioritize spending money on on healthy food just start off with the basics and just 
go for like all the whole foods you know your meats eggs yeah Mm. it might not be the best quality to begin with but it it can make a huge difference still exactly yeah it's a big thing i preach as well um starting this like holistic health alternate health path you know starting your journey it can be confusing because you know there's all these things thrown around you know oh grass-fed grass-finished organic Mm -hmm. pasture raised Mm -hmm. seed oil free palm oil free saturated like yeah it's overwhelming and you know then comes the question of like oh well i live in the middle of nowhere i don't have a farmer's market or oh i live Mm -hmm. in the middle of london i don't have a farm near me or Mm. you know oh my supermarket doesn't do grass-fed grass-finished pasture-raised organic (laughs) you're better off just you know doing your best like like if you can't find grass-fed top-of-the-line beef or you you afford it at the moment for example just buy some beef it's yeah right depending on where you are it's going to be grain-fed sure exactly but it's still healthy for you than for example getting some mcdonald's or exactly you do the best with what you can right now exactly and when there's a will there's a way man obviously we're both well traveled uh just to back this up as well man i like i've traveled and stayed in hostels for you know like weeks at a time in some instances in places where there really isn't like good food like I'm, i'm from ireland which i'd argue is probably some of the best food quality in the world when it comes to like beef and Mm. and dairy and and chickens and all sorts of things Mm. but i still made it work like you know with like literally just a pot and a hot (laughs) in a hostel in in like back areas of spain man with like one supermarket yeah it's so true when there's a will there's a way absolutely Mm -hmm. um so just to expand on that a little bit further what would a typical day of eating look like for you now you don't have to reveal all the secrets yeah i was gonna say (laughs) no it's cool general kind of there's really there's really no secrets i think that's the point like that there is no secret like i think Mm -hmm. people have the idea like oh if i have this that's gonna make me like first of all everyone is obviously completely different in the sense of you know body body types um genetic i mean you could argue genetics to some degree um but yeah for me especially like being in the sun right now i'll give you a typical you know example um Today I had eight eight eggs, uh, eight eggs, um, some lean turkey. Uh, I had actually. Let me start from the beginning. Let me start from the beginning. That was breakfast too. Um, I had a <laughs> I had a plate of fruit. I had about six six portions of fruit. I had melon, uh, papaya, uh, two kiwis, uh, and some watermelon. Um, this was perfect because I had just trained before. I actually trained faster this morning. Um, just because I like like when I'm traveling I like to actually train first and then I have the rest of the day to go and do what I want mm. um, so I had that um, there's the the watermelon and the high glycemic fruits in there to just replenish glycogen straight away like as soon as I have that I'm like I can I can almost like feel it like my body's like screaming at me I, I did train legs this morning um, lots of high rep like heavy squats and like the best best thing just fruit straight in so there high glycemic fruits then I'll have, um, I had eight eggs this morning. Uh, I actually had those like hard boiled, so cold, um, as we mentioned earlier on. Mm. Uh, I had some turkey breast as well. And then I had about 300 grams of potatoes. So some more carbs there. Um, calories unknown, I'm not sure. But um, it's quite a, quite a, I'd say about 1,000 to 1,200 calories um, as my breakfast meal one, mm. uh, which is roughly around sort of eight, half eight in the morning. Um 
not much really changes there with breakfast. Maybe I'll rotate the fruits around a little bit. Um, but again, it's, you know, fruits and then very sort of a high protein. I like to get the eggs in, in the morning. Um, yeah. I find that they're the most, in my opinion, the most digestible proteins you can eat uh, post-workout yeah. as well. Um, so I find that works really well for me. Um, abroad, I've noticed that, as I said earlier on, my proteins is a lot less. Um, typically, I'll have just like a bit of fruit, like mid-morning or lunch. Um, previously, I would have made sure that I have protein throughout every meal. But uh, since being away in the sun a bit more, I'm, I feel like my testosterone is a lot higher anyway. And I feel like I'm getting more sun exposure and I'm, I'm my physique's blowing up anyway. I'm like, bro, I don't even, yeah, there's no stress to like get that you know, protein hit again in, in another three or four hours. So I, again, I'll just have a bit more fruit at like lunchtime. It's really quite a small meal um, or maybe some like lean meat, you know, some some uh, beef mince or something. But I'm not too bothered about that at the moment. And then for dinner, I kind of have like a, a bit a bigger dinner. Um, again, it'll be all like your lean meats, potatoes, carrots, uh, all the good stuff, sauerkraut, uh, probiotics, um but yeah, I mean, I kind of like rotate. Sometimes it will be fish. Um, it all it all depends, really. I'm quite intuitive when it comes to uh, to eating, and uh, yeah. I know what I know what works well for me, and I know when I need to maybe have, like substitute something or have a bit less of something. I just I don't know. I just feel very in tune with my 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 body. And intuitive is the way to go. Like you have certain principles, but as always, preach. You know, yeah, twenty eight. But like, yeah, but like, if you think about it it's actually the more the easier you can make this for yourself like i think there's a there's a misconception that it, it gets so you know uh overly complicated you know um you, you always get people like batting an eyelid like when you say oh yeah i have eight eggs for breakfast they're like oh eight eggs bro yeah eight eggs like yeah. oh my god well, like, it, so like if you think about yeah. it i know this is shallow but from a macros perspective that's only 40 mm. grams of protein there thereabouts like yeah yeah, yeah. not even yeah. It's not even that much. And then you have people like eating two eggs for breakfast. Yeah, like, eight, or like you yeah. go to any restaurant. Yeah. The max you get is two eggs. Like, yeah, I'm like is that oh, just two eggs? What's two eggs? Like, what's, what's like, two eggs? That's who like, even are you, bro? Like, honestly, <laughs> yeah. two, that is one quick way to, to atrophy yourself right there. Like, two eggs. Yeah. But enough. it's, it, it's up, boys. <laughs> ju just, yeah. just on that note, I think it's quite interesting whilst it popped into my head with like the whole uh eat eat loads of food get massive it, it's actually quite interesting now and i'm quite late down in my sort of fitness journey in terms of like you know i know understand my body quite well and how to change certain things and some days yeah i could be in like a a, a deficit for three or four days without really realizing mm. my physique might might change a little bit but the point is if you stick to the same foods right so let's say for example one day you have like 400 grams of rice or, or you go over by like 200 grams of potatoes or whatever that might then put you in a surplus above your maintenance but the interesting thing is when you stick to the same foods that food then can be utilized to then build muscle so if you're a little bit over then if you've had a, a training session that's you know if you're sticking to the same foods that's then just going to go straight to muscle tissue Mm. that makes sense if you're sticking yeah. to the same yeah of course of course uh, yeah massive man so very simplified diet simple yeah. always works best the more you complicate yeah. things and the more complicated stuff that you're eating meaning like you know all these processed foods processed junk protein bars and all these ingredients you can pronounce 
shakes, the yeah. more complicated it is for your body. Like just yeah, yeah. no, no protein no. shakes, nothing like that. Just similar to you, man. That's so similar. We're on the same, same, mm. same mission. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So I wonder what I'm going to look like at 27 as well, man. The future. I mean, bro, <laughs> it, you hear it time and time again, don't you? And I, and uh, at the end of the day, it really does boil down to you know consistency. Um, obviously, there's some degree of you know you do have to push yourself and you have to you really have to do try and think about what you're trying to get out of each session. Um, you know, you know this yourself, but like that mind muscle connection when you're when you're in the gym. Um, if you can find a quieter gym, even better, like just, you know, really thinking about the muscle that you're using and, and what you're trying to get out of the movement and, and be as mindful as you can. And uh, that way, I mean, if you're lifting, you get a lot of ego lifting in a gym. Uh, you see it all the time. People like trying to get like, you know, their th- three plates on the squat or whatever, but your body doesn't know what weight you're lifting. As long as you've gotten that time under tension, then that's fine, you know, maybe drop the weight a little bit maybe some higher reps um but yeah the body you know the body doesn't know what what weight's there it's just going by the mechanical the force mm. uh, it's massive as well that is a really good tip for people so yeah mind muscle connection absolutely don't focus as much on the weight focus more on the time under tension and essentially yeah. that, you know pump you're getting yeah from the workout um, it's like uh i don't know if you're from... you know even like frank zane the a bodybuilder he used to he used to talk about i think his the quote was uh try and try and make the lightest weight seem heavy as possible yeah yeah something yeah. along those lines um but it's so true like it, it, who kept man you go onto a beach right no one on the beach is going to go oh yeah as well like oh yeah bro like uh what do you bench like what's your deadlift they just want to as long as you're like in a great shape you've got good symmetry and you look great like no one cares about numbers or like what weight you're lifting unless you're like a power <laughs> uh, body like doing uh, power lifting or whatever I, 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 but no I, one on the beach no girl's gonna go oh yeah by the way alex like what <laughs> You know what? What's your bench like? I'm gonna get cancelled. I'm gonna get cancelled by the powerlifters, man. So yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Wrapping this up here, but man, that is some amazing tips, uh, especially yeah. for the listeners. This is coming from a male model that's been scouted out now a hundred fucking times, it seems. And <laughs> I'm obviously almost a lifelong lifter because you're realistically not going to be lifting in your early teenage years. But it seems like you know you've had your your couple of years with this journey so uh yeah that is some huge huge value for the listeners so um yeah we're gonna be shortly wrapping this up yeah man it's been a pleasure to be here i really really enjoyed it it's uh, nice to chat to someone uh, like-minded i'm gonna go let you enjoy the sun in the in the canary yeah i'm like i'm itching i can see it out there i'm like damn (laughs) yeah yeah so man alex so where can people reach you and i know that you offer one-on-one coaching as well so how would someone go about applying for that yeah um i'm sure you can pop it up here somehow um but it will be yeah my instagram is uh alex snell uh which is my name with three l's um that's really important and uh you can find my website at www.snellfitness.com um yeah and i'll attach maybe you can attach an email address here as well uh, of course of course but yeah offer uh one-to-one coaching um very much obviously the physique development is is quite important to me but also i take a very holistic approach to what i do and try and get people in the best shape possible um naturally and i take a lot of pride upon that 
Um, so should anyone want to get in touch, you've got my details. And uh, yeah, welcome, welcome on board. It's been yeah, it's been a pleasure. Fantastic, Alex, my man. Thank you so much. And mate, it's been a great chat. Good. Thanks for having me on, man. man. And uh, all the best. I'm sure this is going to absolutely thrive. So yeah, smash it, man. I have every every ounce of faith in you. Much love, my man. And to all right, man. Listeners, thank you so much. This has been Fundamental Wisdom Podcast, Episode 3 with Alex Snell, Coach Baird K, signing out. Bye-bye.